In Parshat Miketz, Pharaoh had a troubling dream. Joseph interpreted the prophetic dream. Egypt will experience seven years of plenty, followed by seven years of famine. Egypt stored up grain during the years of plenty in anticipation, and the famine began. In the Promised Land, Jacob and his eleven sons were feeling the effects of the prolonged famine as well. Jacob sent his seven oldest sons to Egypt to buy grain. Joseph had been sold into slavery, and he was now serving as governor of Egypt. Joseph disguised himself so that when he appeared in front of his brothers, they didn't recognize him. Simeon was arrested by Joseph on that trip to ensure that the youngest brother, Benjamin, would be brought to Egypt. We'll open in Genesis chapter 42, verses 36 through 38. And Jacob their father said unto them, Me have ye bereaved of my children. Joseph is not, Simeon is not, and you will take away Benjamin away. All these things are against me. And Reuben spake unto his father, saying, Slay my two sons, if I bring him not to thee. Deliver him into my hand, and I will bring him again to thee. And he said, My son shall not go down with you, for his brother is dead, and he is left alone. If mischief befall him by the way in the which ye go, then shall ye bring down my gray hairs with sorrow to the grave. Jacob did not want to lose another son, so he refused to allow Benjamin to be brought down to Egypt. Notice Reuben's offer. Reuben told Jacob to slay his own two sons, Reuben's sons, in the event that Benjamin was not returned safely. Jacob, of course, refused. Jacob would not want to kill his own grandsons. That would only add more casualties to Jacob's growing list of descendants who were no longer with him. How could the promise of the death of Reuben's sons comfort Jacob? Jacob is mourning death, and more death is no consolation. But there's another unsettling nuance in Reuben's offer. Reuben, the eldest of Jacob's sons, had been sent out with his brothers when Joseph disappeared years ago. Reuben was unable to protect his brother Joseph. Could he now be trusted with the safety of another brother, Benjamin? Reuben, in desperation, offered the lives of his two own sons as collateral. Reuben did not know for certain if Simeon would successfully be freed. Presumably, Reuben had greater love for his own two sons than he had for his brother Simeon. And if he was willing to put his own two sons in jeopardy, perhaps he would do the same for Simeon. Again, Jacob refused the offer, and he hinted about the disappearance of Joseph when he said, If mischief befall him by the way in which you go. Food supplies continued to dwindle down for Jacob and his sons. Jacob's sons told their father that they must return to Egypt with Benjamin. Jacob again refused. Judah offered a different line of reasoning in trying to convince Jacob to let them take Benjamin to Egypt. We read in chapter 43, verses 8 and 9, And Judah said unto Israel his father, Send the lad with me, and we will arise and go, that we may, not, that we may live and not die, both we and thou, and also our little ones. I will be surety for him. Of my hand shalt thou require him. If I bring him not unto thee and set him before thee, then let me bear the blame forever. Judah did not offer death as a solution. Reuben had offered death. Judah stressed life and the importance of preserving life. Judah had already experienced the loss of two sons, and Judah knew the pain of losing sons much better than Reuben, who had offered the death of his two sons as part of the solution. All the brothers wanted to bring both Benjamin and Simeon back to their father. Reuben spoke a promise which, 
though probably based on good intentions, was not a wise or comforting choice. Solomon, years later, warned us about speaking in haste. Proverbs chapter 29, verse 20 warns us, See thou a man that is hasty in his words? There's more hope of a fool than of him. Words are powerful. Reuben's words were hasty and filled with passion, yet they were not words of comfort. How easy it is to offer words that we intend for consolation, yet the words only reopen old wounds. Thankfully, all of Jacob's family was reunited in peace, but the lesson of hasty words still rings true for us today.